This podcast is brought to you through a partnership between the Tennessee Early Invention System and the Treatment and Research Institute for Autism Spectrum Disorders. My name is Mary Fleck. I am the West Tennessee Early Intervention Coordinator for Triad, and I am here with Jennifer Henderson. Um, she is a speech therapist. She received her Master's of Arts in Speech and Language Pathology from the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. She has been at SLP for 19 years, with 17 of those years specifically in early intervention. She holds specialty certifications in Hannon It Takes Two to Talk, SOS Feeding, and Beckman Oral Motor Training. Thank you for joining us today, Jennifer. Thank you for having me today, Mary. Um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about an overview of speech and language milestones and red flags for referral. So I'm just going to cover each age range and talk about a few things. I think it's a great idea, no matter how long you've been working, to always go back and refresh yourself on what are typical uh, milestones for communication because we work all day with um, children who are not normal and we sometimes can forget what normal looks like. So it's a great refresher, I think. Um, I'm gonna start with birth to three. And at this stage, children are really learning just to regulate themselves. They are new and fresh to this world and they're starting to develop an interest in the world. So I'm gonna look at a few different categories in birth to three. First, I'm going to look at their receptive language. And that's really talking about what the child understands. So at this stage, it's all about just adjusting to the new environment outside the womb. Babies are starting to startle to sounds. They're quieting and smiling when they hear a familiar voice. And they're starting to recognize voices of their favorite people and quiet when crying. Also, if we look at expressive language, which is what the child is saying, they're making cooing sounds and smiling at people. They also have different cries, which is the main way that they're going to communicate to express what needs they have. You may also hear some guttural sounds that are made in the back of the throat. So social language-wise, we're starting, they're starting to respond to people and looking lovingly at their caregiver. And they're just starting to make sense of everything going on around them. If we look next at four to six months of age, which we would consider the falling in love or the engagement stage, Receptive language, you see the baby starting to move in the direction of sounds. They're really starting to enjoy their world. They're enjoying music and recognizing their name. For expressive language, what they're saying, they're starting to really coo and babble. Between four and six months, we start hearing reduplicative babble, which is um, the child repeating the same sound over and over, like ma 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 or ba 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 ba. They're starting to also use little short snippets of consonants and vowel combinations like pa ba or ma, and then we also get those adorable little baby giggles and laughs um, that they make when they're happy, and they also have unique sounds they make when they're upset as well. They're really starting to get their point across at that age. Social language, we notice that they're already able to maintain eye contact. Just think of how hard that is for some of our patients we have that are between the ages of two and three. They're interested in people more than objects, and they're starting to get the hang of turn-taking. The next stage we're going to look at is 7 to 12 months. This is really where two-way communication is starting to take place. Receptively, things are really starting to kick into gear here. The baby is starting to locate sounds. They look at you um, when you point at things. They turn when their name is called. And they're starting to make connections between words and familiar people or objects. 
They're beginning to follow some very simple directions like no, no, and come here. We also oftentimes use gestures to help them out a little bit in this area. And they love listening to songs and stories for short periods of time. Their attention span is really starting to grow. Expressive language, we're hearing babbling, longer strings, sometimes at the same sound. And by 7 to 12 months, we also start hearing variegated babble or jargon. There's a combination of consonants and vowels that sounds almost like the baby's speaking in a foreign language. And sometimes if we can listen really closely, we may even hear a true word mixed in there. Babies are starting to show and point to objects, to other people. They're using joint attention to get their point across. Other gestures include shaking their head no, waving by, and they're also imitating some speech sounds. They say their first words somewhere between 9 to 15 months. That's all considered normal, but 12 months is usually the average. Social language, we see babies starting to really enjoy good games of peekaboo and patty cake, and they are really starting to get into turn-taking with their favorite people. So if we look at these first 12 months of life and we start talking about red flags, uh, it's not really very common to get a referral for language therapy in the first year of life, but a lot of these red flags especially relate to hearing, especially when you look at those first six months. If that baby is missing some milestones in the first six months, you really may want to have a closer check into the baby's hearing formally by an audiologist. That's a great first place to start. If a parent says that they've had a hearing check, you may want to dig deeper, I'd like to caution you, because sometimes a parent thinks is calling a hearing evaluation a simple screening that's done by the pediatrician. And if they're missing milestones already, they need a more specialized look by an audiologist. By 12 months, you might also start seeing struggles with social language skills, such as eye contact, maintain, maintaining attention, and interacting or engaging with others. So next, we're going to move to the year to year and a half age group. They're really starting to expand from basic knowledge to more complex skills. Receptively, once again, that's listening skills, we're following, the kids are following one-step commands with gestures. By 18 months, they should be able to follow these directions without any gestures. They respond to requests to say words. They look at pictures and books. They understand some early actions and prepositions like in, on, and under. And they understand at least 50 words by 18 months. They can do two requests with one object, such as go get the book and put it in the box. For expressive language, what they're saying, their vocabulary is starting to grow. They should have at least 8 to 10 words by 15 months and at least 15 to 20 words by 18 months. And that's probably on the lower end of the range. Um, some books will tell you they need 50 words by 18 months. They can name a few objects. They vary their pitch when vocalizing, so their jargon really sounds like conversation. Um, sometimes you can hear more than just one true word mixed in that jargon, sometimes two or three. Uh, they also can make several environmental sounds, like animal sounds and car motor sounds on their own. Maybe they're beginning to ask questions as well, like what's that? They're also learning how to use words to get things, like requesting more. As far as speech sounds go, you're starting to hear at least sounds like T, D, N, H, P, B, M, and W, 
And by one year of age, we need to understand at least 25% of what the child is saying. Uh, it's also important to note here, by around 18 months, you start seeing a pretty big discrepancy between children in different socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, there's a famous study called the Million Word Gap, and it showed that by the age of 18 months, um, you, you can see that children who are from families that receive welfare in the study, they heard about 616 words in a day, while the children that were from working-class families heard about 1,251 words a day. So this means that as you look at vocabulary, the words they're actually saying are very different as well. For social language, the children from one to one and a half years of age are starting to take even more turns. They're really understanding um, that back and forth that it takes to have a conversation. They're even starting to initiate a turn-taking routine. They're learning how to get communication started. We also see an engagement in parallel play. So red flags at a year to a year and a half of age include difficulty following directions, uh, a child understanding everything that is being said to them but making very few sounds. They may already be struggling to make those early sounds. And children that are missing those early social language skills like eye contact, turn-taking, initiating, or getting the interaction going. Next, we're going to look at a year and a half to two years of age where more complex communication is developing. So receptively, what a child understands, we're seeing them identifying body parts and clothing. Now they're understanding a variety of simple commands, and they don't always need gestures to follow those directions either. They can get an object from a group, a large group of objects when you name it, such as go get your shoes, and the shoes are sitting in the middle of other things. They also understand simple actions and easily point to pictures when named. You also see at this age children following two-step related directions, such as go get your book and sit down so I can read to you. And we're seeing rapid growth in learning new words. There's a big explosion during this developmental age. With expressive language, by 18 months, we should have around 50 words. By 24 months, children have around 200 words. They also, at this age, are starting to refer to themselves by name. They can also tell you about personal experiences that are happening immediately and in front of them. They're imitating two to three word phrases, and by 24 months, using spontaneous phrases. By two years of age, we should understand 50% of what the child says. When we take a look at social language, the children are responding to other kids' vocalizations. They're really paying more attention to their peers, and they have more interest in what the peers are doing. You see a lot more back and forth happening in communication now, not only with adults, but also with other peers. They're also starting to learn to control the behavior of their self and others. In this age group, red flags can include they can't understand half of what they say, not following directions. Maybe the child's been receiving developmental therapy for three months with no change in language. That's always a good time to reflect and see if there's something more that's possibly going on. Maybe the child's getting frustrated because of a lack of a communication system. Other red flags include they're using signs and nonverbal ways to communicate, which is great, but they haven't progressed using words. Maybe they're having trouble following conversations and they're not aware of what's going on around them.
Next, we're going to look at two to two and a half years of age. Um, here in this age group, the types of words children understand are really expanding and growing. So with receptive language, they recognize family members' name, family member names. They can point to four or more actions and pictures. They're starting to understand concepts like one versus all. They're learning about descriptive words. They can identify objects by their function, such as go get what you put on your feet or get the one you drink out of. They're understanding more locations like on, in, under, around. Um, they're also learning more um, descriptive concepts like opposite pairs, like empty um, and clean, wet, dry, things like that. They're also responding to simple questions. Usually around this age, we're talking more about choice questions like do you want crackers or cheese and simple yes-no questions. With expressive language at this age, they're using three-word phrases, asking for help, using action words, and referring to their self by pronouns. We're also really starting to see the grammar or their sentence structure really improving. For example, they, when they look at another child eating, instead of saying eat, eat, they might say eating. They're also using structures like negation, like words like not to never. As far as social language goes for this age, they're using a variety of words for a variety of functions. So when you look at the vocabulary words they're using and the phrases they're using, you will notice that they're able to label, comment, request. They have words for social greetings, and that's really starting to expand. They're watching other kids and they're playing briefly. They're learning how to have their needs met more through verbal means versus nonverbal means. Uh, also, at this age, they're able to make conversational repairs when the listener does not understand what they're saying. Red flags from two to two and a half will be discussed at the end, at the three-year-old age. So from two and a half to three years of age, receptively, they understand pronouns like I, me, mine, he, and she. They follow two-step unrelated commands like get your book and open the door. You see them being able to answer a variety of questions, choice questions, yes and no questions, and now we can also add what and where questions to the mix. They understand opposites like fast, slow, big, little, wet, dry. They're starting to understand time. They're understanding more complex sentences. Expressively, they're also able to not only understand questions, but answer with words. They're using plurals and pronouns. You have an average length of phrases. A phrase is 2.5 to 3 words in length. They're conversing mostly in sentences. By 30 months, a child should have around 450 words in their vocabulary. By 3 years of age, they should be able to say 1,000 words. By the age of 3, we should be able to understand the child 75% of the time. Between 2 to 3 years of age, you should hear sounds such as P, B, M, H, W, N, T, K, G, W, ING, F, and Y. Yeah. Social language, you see them engaging in longer conversations. Um, these kids are really getting good at holding an audience and keeping a conversation going. They can stay on topic. They're participating in simple group activities. 
engaging in pretend play, and now they're finally starting to learn how to control the behaviors of other, not just physically, but by using their words. So when we look at red flags for ages two to three years of age, um, we can include everything we've already mentioned, plus we wanna add red flags that we can't understand 50% of what is being said, that the child takes a longer time to respond to what is being said, and maybe sometimes their responses aren't quite appropriate. They struggle to communicate and play with peers. They have rigid, fixed play. They're not using phrases. They're unable or uninterested in imitation of words. They delete all final consonants after the age of two and some or all initial consonants. Deletion of initial consonants is never normal language. Also, another red flag is keeping their mouth closed when talking, having a consistently hoarse sounding voice, or sounding very nasal. Hopefully this has served as a good refresher on what typical speech and language skills look like. I wanted to end with some great resources for this topic. Um, some of the places you can go to, ASHA has a great website called Identifying the Signs, which has some wonderful information on identifying language and speech disorders. Linguist Systems also has a guide that's free and available online. It's called a Guide to Communication Milestones, and it goes really in-depth on communication milestones for birth through five. Uh, my favorite resource is Laura Mize. She has a website called Teach Me to Talk. She has podcasts and videos. Uh, it is a great website for parents and clinicians as well. And finally, the Hannon Center also has a great book called It Takes Two to Talk. And they also have some great resources on child development from birth to three. Thank you so much for that. I think you're right. It's important to remember what typical language development looks like because most of the kids we see are not meeting those milestones and that's why they're referred to us. Um, and a lot of the kids we get referred at age two is when parents realize they should be talking and they're not. Um, for early interventionists going into those homes, what is usually the first step you suggest in helping a parent know where to start with trying to get their child to, to talk more? Like you said, they're probably going to come in and be like, I want my child to talk. And we're not yes. just going to jump to words overnight. Yes. <laughs> so where's a good place that you would suggest early interventionists suggest to parents to start so I would suggest first looking at their interaction skills. Sometimes that gets overlooked. Sometimes we are modeling and showing families all these great language stimulation te techniques. Like we're teaching families how to um, use parallel talk with, and how to model language for their child. But sometimes I think what gets overlooked is the interaction piece. Oftentimes the kids we see have poor attention or they have poor awareness of others around them, they have poor turn-taking skills um, and joint attention, they, have, they really struggle with those skills. And if you don't work with those first, you can talk all day long, but it's just not gonna stick. And I feel like that's probably sometimes 75% of the kids that we have that would describe them. And that's why they are really struggling to have success in the early intervention program. So we have to go back a little bit, and we really need to look at those skills you need before you're even using words. The other question I get a lot of times from other intervention providers, and you probably do too, um, so when you get to that two-year-old age and you don't have communication, you see some of those behavior, challenging behaviors. So trying to implement another communication system in the meantime, such as pictures or sign language, 
Is that something you suggest? And then how do you help caregivers understand that we're still working towards spoken language, but this is a building block that's going to get us there? Um, yes, I, absolutely. The first thing I do when I go in is try to implement a few ways for the child to talk. Because obviously, if words came easy to them, they would use them. Um, and I think sometimes parents get really confused because they will say, well, Johnny said milk, but he's only said it about three times, and he won't tell me milk, and he is just stubborn. And they are convinced it is the child is just withholding. And I have to really kind of start there and help parents understand, well, just because a child says a word, it's not automatic at first. So it's still hard for him to get that word out. So let's find any way, shape, or form that he can take a turn. I really try to focus parents on um, having their child take a turn and not worry about what that turn looks like at first, just how much back and forth can we get. Um, and then I really try to educate them on using pictures and using signs. I go ahead and get the elephant out of the room right away and say, you know, some people worry about using signs because they say, well, my child is already struggling to talk. And so if we teach them how to use signs, they're really not going to talk because, you know, then they have a whole different way and they can just forget words. And so I have to let them know that research and studies have been done on this very particular topic leading back to the 1990s um, because that was a concern. And they found that, no, that's not going to stop you from talking because in reality, once you can use words, it's way easier to say it than sign it. So once we can get them to where speech is more automatic, those signs will go away on their own. So I think it's educating the families, you know, and talking about their fears from the very beginning and letting them also um, pick which method they want to try as the supplement so that maybe they'll buy into it a little bit more. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this great information with us today. We appreciate you coming by. Thank you.